buying a book of games isn't going to improve long-term team dynamic. Gathering to sip wine and paint doesn't result in a cohesive and resilient team. A half-day experiential workshop won't create a strong and aligned team. Let's stop using the phrase team-building activity and call them what they are. Games, social activities, and fun events. These aren't bad, and they don't build strong teams. Team building isn't an activity. It's a culture. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. problem with team building is that it's generally not building a team. Most groups within businesses are called teams and they're not. You're not a team because you work in the same department any more than a family is formed because people share the same last name. My high school physics teacher used this analogy to help us grasp the idea or the concept of entropy. You line up marbles at the top of the stairs and you simultaneously push them all off. When they reach the bottom, they won't be in the same order in which they started. This demonstrates that people and things left to themselves move towards disorder. The second law of thermodynamics provides insight into why team dysfunction is so prevalent in the workplace. Dysfunction is easy. Silos, poor communication, conflict, self-preservation, and blaming, they occur naturally over time. No effort required. Ignoring these won't improve them, and hoping they work themselves out on their own isn't a strategy. At best, it's stagnation. Building a high-functioning team is difficult. It takes effort over a long period of time. Collaboration, effective communication, understanding, risk-taking, and accountability all require an input of energy, lots of energy. That's why effective and successful teams are so rare. There is an upside. Strong teams outperform the competition, even competition that's more talented. In sports, we call that an upset. When a team that's less talented overcomes a team that's more talented. That's the magic and mystery of team strength. Together, we're better than we are individually. Here's one definition of team. A high-functioning group of people leveraging individual strengths and talents to achieve a clear and compelling goal. So what does that look like? Here's a list of activities that are part 
of a high-performing team. Building meaningful relationships. Performing work that makes a difference. Committing ongoing effort towards effective communication. Clarifying roles and expectations. Identifying and maximizing individual strengths. Conducting career development coaching. Being accountable for superior performance. Participating in purposeful and productive meetings. Providing and receiving sincere praise and appreciation. Celebrating individual and group achievements. So how do we forge strong and resilient teams that act and behave with those qualities we just mentioned? Let's consider three fundamental principles of team development. First, build strong relationships. Investing time in communicating with people and getting to know them personally and professionally is critical. That's how chemistry, how human bonds are formed. We work harder and longer when surrounded by people we know, like, and trust. It doesn't mean everyone has to be best friends. It means they understand one another and respect one another and appreciate what each person brings to the team. When teams form strong relationships, they're better at finding innovative solutions, producing quality work, improving productivity, and achieving profitability. It's also more fun and enjoyable. Second, pursue meaningful work. A team comes together to accomplish something important, something that they can't do on their own, something that they can be proud of and something that calls out the best of them and might push them to their limits. The burnout and disengagement epidemic isn't connected to hard work. In other words, people are not opposed to working hard. Burnout and disengagement are related to a lack of purpose or meaning and not seeing work as important. Individuals on strong teams understand that the work they do makes a difference. Third, utilize unique strengths and talents. The book, Long Strange Journey, is about Phil Jackson and his coaching experience with the Chicago Bulls and Los Angeles Lakers. One of his strengths as a leader was identifying the unique strengths of his players. He did that not by demanding conformity, rather demanding that each player bring their best. He helped them see beyond their differences and call out their unique strengths, which made the team better. A strong team ensures that everyone discovers, embraces, and utilizes their strengths. Think about the Marines. Historically, they've been able to create one of the strongest and most sustainable team cultures. How do they do it? Strong relationships. 
There's nothing like a near-death experience during boot camp at Paris Island to build trust and reliance between people. Meaningful work. It's clear that their objectives matter. They make the world a safer place. Unique strengths and talents. The Marines uncover how individual skills and talents can make the biggest impact on their objective and then focus on utilizing and honing those strengths. Forming a high-functioning team is one of the most difficult and rewarding things we can do. Team building isn't an activity. It's a culture. Are you ready to build yours? If you find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. We'll see you next week as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives. Thank you.